What is going on, guys? Welcome to the Gamers for Life podcast, where each and every Friday, slash Saturday, slash Sunday, discussing all things games. I'm one of your hosts, Jarrell. With me is my co-host, Arthur Thomas. What's going on, man? Not much. Um, feeling underdressed, but uh, I don't feel like changing. I got too comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. I could. I, I can't tell either because the I can't, I wouldn't be able to tell because my phone is, has a, a very small window for your face, so I wouldn't know if you had a, a dress shirt on or not. So <laughs> I'll take it. Uh, for those of you who are who, who are underwear, which is everybody. Uh, the power strangely went out right after right after my work day and right before we were recording. So recording on the phone, so hopefully it sounds fine. Uh, but speaking of technology and the internet, who's is working? Church is in the building. <laughs> yes, what's yes. Happen- what's happening, bro? Yeah, um, dude, nothing much. Just uh, been busy doing a lot of wedding planning. Uh, for those who don't know, I have a wedding coming up in December, so I'm just fully immersed in that um and trying to find time so this week uh, i'm i'm happy to be back um just been gaming uh finished final fantasy 16 been playing season one of diablo 4 and started like red dead and sekiro again for some reason my gaming's been all over the place so Uh um yeah it's been it's been crazy so yeah yeah dude i was playing the sims i was playing the sims for like two weeks it's all yeah you're not wrong it's all over the place yeah it's just i've just been scratching these itches that i feel like i need to fulfill um but ultimately i went back to ff14 you know me guys you know (laughs) so uh, i I, I have to catch up man i have to catch up aka the only reason this man has a ps5 as of right now <laughs> yeah. yeah i was like you shipped it off already <laughs> no other reason <laughs> right oh, it, it's time it's limited man <laughs> yeah seriously seriously um so for those of you who are listening to this because i'm probably not gonna do a youtube episode but hello be sure to uh, like and subscribe on the podcast allocation of your choice go ahead and subscribe to on the youtube channel just because you know we have the video episodes that we do upload every now and again arthur does the video game streams as well uh which we'll talk a little bit about that here after this uh, and much more. So just be a gamers if you're a gamers for life fan, you like the show, go ahead and subscribe on YouTube as well. Definitely would help us out. And here at the Gamers for Life podcast, uh, we read the news while you can watch or listen to what you choose by clicking on the links of the time code within the description of the episode. So you can go to the exact segment that you prefer, or you can just listen to us here the whole way of the Gamers for Life podcast. And this is going to be more of a uh, impromptu episode, just because it's kind of the eye of the hurricane. As you guys have heard, we're kind of trying to figure out or we're just kind of playing this and that right before Starfield is around the fucking corner. <laughs> it's just crazy. Super excited. Uh, and then just for whatever else is coming out for later this year. Um, let me start with you, Arthur. I know you said you dived back into Diablo three, which I was, I was surprised that you did uh, briefly talk about kind of your experience on that. You shared it on the YouTube, of course, on the channel. Yeah, so like Trick said, scratching some itch because I want I wanted to play a necromancer that I a necromancer a minion necromancer that I enjoyed, and like like here's a th- like a little for con you know for context when I played Diablo three I got to max level and Paragon level 257. and and then you know I'm playing some Diablo two, so that's why I was saying from someone like me that mains this type of build Diablo four minion necromancer just something about it didn't feel the same and so i went back to diablo 3 and it's like a fun kind of breath of fresh air and i'm really glad i did i could really enjoy myself like on the stream 
I ended the stream with like a half hour, just fun rant. Like, yeah, I mean, like, like a drill over the past few weeks, you hear me talk about the album before. I'm like, Oh, well, it's this. It's, Oh, it feels like I'm playing a Call of Duty game because my character is not that good. If you, you know, like, like it's like, it's like my character is like a Nerf gun. Everyone's going to be using the Mac 10 and da da da. Dude, Diablo 3 was just fun, man. There's all these like core mechanics I forgot that existed. Like, like church, like church, who hasn't played a Zelda game and try to break every pot you can? You know what I mean? And Diablo 3 has something like that where every like seven plus uh, pots or things you destroy, you get a speed boost. Which again, what what gamer doesn't just destroy every fucking thing in the environment they can, especially in a game like Diablo? So so these core mechanics that I that again I, I forgot existed and were so fun to experience again. So every time you destroy um, objects in an area in a certain time frame, like just a quick little thing, you get a speed boost. Um, Diablo three really drove home a core mechanic, which is like kiting and just kill, kill, kill. So every time you killed a bunch of people once, you got to, you, you get this thing called massacre where you get an XP bonus. So like when I was playing Diablo four, I'm like, I'm like, Oh, I don't need to kite people. Cause there's really no benefit. They don't, there's a no, like, yeah, you, you have a bigger fight, but it was just really fun. Diablo three, like, like if you killed like 40 plus people in a certain time frame, that fight gave you like, 2.5 times the xp so you i was leveling up like crazy at one point when i was playing at one point when i was streaming i had like three unused skill points because i just kept walking and walking and walking and walking there was constantly a chain of fights there was no break in walking from here to there there was no dead time it was just, just you're just you're just constantly fighting you're constantly doing you're doing your thing um and then it was fun because there was no, there's no, there's no true side quest. It's only story. Like, yeah, you can discover a dungeon and it's really small. It's quick. You're not in there forever. You know, you don't have to like, oh, I'm going to be here for like 15, you know, I'm here in this one dungeon for like half an hour. Everything story, story related. The voice acting was fun. I'm a little biased with that because it was nostalgic. I miss my Decker Kane. I missed hearing stay a while and listen. I just, I missed his voice, that voice actor and hearing it again was just it felt me like i'm back in diablo 4 and there was other core changes too like the leveling up system drill i don't know if you ever played i don't know if you really played diablo 3 there's no skill points none so the way it works is every time you level up you um unlock a new ability or a new trait of the ability or a new passive so every single time you level up it was rewarding because you were just always unlocking something you looked forward to leveling up now mind you it might not have been the trait you're waiting for but it tells you hey there's hey you want frost mages it tells you you unlock frost mages at this level so you're not really it's not like a question mark mystery but it's still really fun to just constantly love to constantly level up and and you know be rewarded every single time versus like to a point the numbers game that i feel like in diablo 4 you level up and you're like okay so i kill this person i kill a person instead of having a three percent movement boost i have a six percent movement boost or instead of having a two percent mono regeneration i have four percent mono regeneration so there was a lot of times in diablo 4 where it, it felt like you really didn't feel the level ups until you really put a lot of points into that move because I want to say it's by like level 30 or something, you unlocked every every tier of the skill tree. So let's just say, for example, level 30. So after level 30 in Diablo 4, it, it just becomes like, again, like an increased stat numbers game. Oh, this ability, instead of doing 30% damage to 35, instead of running this fast, you're on this fast. Where, again, Diablo 3, every level up was just, you unlock something, it's rewarding. And drill, something I've talked about before, 
that I've also missed. This is personal bias. I kind of missed that Diablo 3 had that cartoon, almost a cartoon-like aesthetic to it. Um, the recent game that wasn't so successful, but had a, like a red like in the minority of that opinion, <laughs> like people <laughs> do not like the cartoon of Diablo three. That's a very <laughs> unique <laughs> opinion. I well, because for me, it's not like not just Diablo. It's not I mean, just like Diablo, it doesn't bother like, me, but like, you know, people like the Diablo two aesthetic and that's what Diablo four goes back to. Right. Diablo Diablo four goes back to that and you're not wrong, but. I don't know. Just something while I was picking the witch, like when I picked the witch doctor, he looks like just a funny, goofy character. And I like seeing that funny, goofy witch doctor character in that art style versus this hyper realistic Normer game too, where some games stick it. Diablo four. I'm not now I will say the Diablo four aesthetic is, is good. That's not like, Oh, like, Oh, I don't like it. But for whatever reason, just, it just fit the overall. This feels fun. It's simple. Diablo three. It's a simple game. And I liked I like that the art style kind of reflected that versus, you know, hyper real, like yeah, as simple as Diablo three is, it's almost like the hyper realistic look to it would almost feel out of place because of how it felt. Uh, different strokes for different folks, but uh, I'm glad, uh, glad you're enjoying it. That's really the biggest thing. And, and I guess it just shows too, as far as, you know, we, we talk about, we talk about, you know, like game preservation, right? As far as like how games, they just have like, I feel like they tend to age worst out of most mediums, right? You know what I mean? Like movies to me age better than video games do, you know, even music, I would say, you know, so video games, I feel like just because of how the technology is, it tends to get the short end of the stick. So it is nice when you do see that certain, uh, you know, games they do age, you know, pretty well. So, um, yeah, so I know another game that's kind of old school, but but it's still very relevant. And actually, they updated it. It's not the same game as it was. Uh, Final Fantasy XIV. You know, Church has been uh, been of course playing that, and then recently, um, you know, it's been uh, they, they Phil Spencer announced you know that it's going to be coming to the Xbox consoles. A lot of people freaked out, rejoiced, <laughs> danced in the streets, <laughs> kissed random women. Getting rid of their PS5. Yeah, exactly. Throw them off the, the balconies. Uh, but yeah, tell me a little bit about your experience because I know you're the one who is really deep. In, you've you, you know you've played Final Fantasy 14 out of uh, uh, all of us. Um, yeah, how does that make you feel? <laughs> Dude, it makes me feel amazing so I can just like stay on one console really and just not have to like switch back and forth. I'm excited to see the power of the Series X really uh showcase the game. It runs really good on PS5, but for some reason FF14 like the PS4 version once runs smoothly than the PS5 version of the game. So I'm excited for the Series X to come in and they've already announced it's going to run at 4K60. So I'm hoping the draw distance is a little bit better. The graphics are older. You know, this is a 10 year old game. So just it coming to the Series X with the power, I'm just I'm excited to see what it's going to look like. And additionally, because um, it's coming a little bit before the next expansion, which is the 7.0 expansion. Um, it's the beginning of the next story arc. And um, that's going to come with a huge graphic update to the game. Um, so they're going to update all the gear you have, your character models. So 
just the it's going to take full advantage of the systems that we have now. So I'm excited because like this game started on PS3, right? You know, they had to make it for the PlayStation 3 for a little bit. So coming with the graphical update is really exciting. And I'm I'm stoked. I was busy uh, walking and, you know, me and my brother play this game. So, you know, they have this event called uh, Final Fantasy 14 Fan Fest. You know, it's a really cool, unique event. Um, it's It takes, you know, it's three festivals they do. They start in Vegas, and then there's one in London, and then they end in Japan in January. So it's like July, October, then January, where they slowly start announcing new content new merchandise or whatever so you just go there hang out with the fans so it was during that conference where you got the new release of the expansion that phil spencer came out and my brother's texting me he's like yo my god it's coming to xbox i'm like holy shit no way we watched the new trailer there's two new jobs coming to the game we did the speculation my guess is that it's going to be a pirate it's a dps melee and then a deep uh range um caster and I think my vote for that is a Pictomancer, which is just like a painting conjurer, right? If, for those who don't know. So I'm I'm super stoked. Um, and for Xbox, you're going to get the free trial version from ARR all the way up to Stormblood, which basically say you can get to level 70 in the game. And I know it's like, oh, you get to level 70 out of 90. That's not a whole lot. Like that is so much content that you can that's do. That's a ton for an MMO. That's a, yeah. that's a big chunk bro like I, i'm currently on the third stormblood expansion right so i bought everything when it was on sale for like 30 dollars back in december of last year it's like i get everything for 30 dollars. bet then i'm starting my journey so just doing the first two expansions there is still content i have not even played through both of those expansions and i'm just starting the third one so for any new xbox fan like yo it's going to be free for you you know for the free trial for the th first three expansions give it a shot there, there is so much depth into this game that you do not have to pay for um there's limitations with the free trial in terms of like you can't start like your own guild so to speak you know you have to pay to get that access but in terms of like running dungeons with the homies or running trials with the homies too just going through the story content that's all available to you um except for like maybe the marketplace where you try to like increase your money but there's so much and it's free so i feel like the xbox community is going to have a lot to enjoy when it comes out and i'm stoked um my ps5 you know it's the days are numbered right now you know <laughs> once ff14 comes out then it's just going to be my series x the entire time so right right um, yeah i really i really they, feel they, that they want to Oh, real quick, I was going to say a church that you got on sale and the way MMOs work. Mm -hmm. The fact it's released into a new console, it would be irresponsible for them to have it not on sale. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even just a even just a little bit. Just to say, because because with that free trial, again, because you know, I'm thinking back in my World of Warcraft, my MMO days. For that they have that, that's they have that significant free trial, I think. That's a lot of content for an MMO. To to entice players want to buy it and just even having it slightly discounted will put will get will be that last push over the edge for a lot of people like yep I'm getting it versus the people like me that's like man this is fun but real talk an MMO full price with all of its with all expansions is not known for being cheap so yeah. to have that discount come Xbox launch will be will be a very very smart move for streaming. 
Yeah, it, it would be it'd be amazing. You get the people hooked. I mean, dude, I'm talking about hundreds of hours of content. Hundreds, like guys are just they're giving it away. Like it's enjoyable. If you get hooked, like like yo, this is my jam. Like there's so much you can play for free that is just gonna be amazing. Um, I think 14 is one of my, you know, you guys know I talk about that game all the time. It's one of my favorite <laughs> games right now. So I don't know. I think you like Halo a little more. Uh, Halo. <laughs> oh, man, I haven't done on Halo since we found out they're not even continuing the uh, multiplayer narrative anymore. They they scrapped that, bro. They they don't mm-hmm. want to do that. Mm-mm. Here here, Joe. We both know Church very well. Let's let let's let, let's let's lay out Church's top three games. Number one, Halo Infinite. All right. Number two, Overwatch Two. Number three, <laughs> maybe with a huge margin, uh, Final Fantasy Fourteen. <laughs> you, you got you know one third of that correct my friend <laughs> yeah, I, what can i say i know you still got that halo buff <laughs> i i think it is it's really the, I, I, like coming out of the trial right coming out of the trial coming out of all the shit that microsoft went through to to you know pretty much 90 percent resolve the trial stuff obviously the fcc you know they they honored it and all that stuff and and the CMA backed off like coincidentally. Um, and to have this announcement, just what a baller move, right? I just feel like, you know, Phil Spencer, he he continues to impress and continues to deliver on, you know, just really making his fans happy. You know what I mean? And just I don't know. I'm just even though like we've seen a few like you know, like kind of like what's what's beyond the curtains as far as for what some of the, the, these companies do. I still have the same admiration for Phil Spencer. You know what I mean? Like he's just he still seems very genuine to me. Like 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 Jim Ryan, I would want to have coffee with him. I don't trust the guy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like I just don't. <laughs> so uh, I think this is a really awesome awesome thing. Um, it might be a little hard for people. To, well, actually, do we know when it's officially coming to? Uh, do we know the date of that? I want to see. I want to say spring of twenty four. Oh, yeah, okay. it was spring. Oh, okay. So yeah, I think it's the new expansion comes out in summer of twenty twenty four. So just mm. I think we get in spring of twenty twenty four. Yeah, cool. I mean, that's still not enough time to catch up, so to speak, through all five expansions. Not at all. Mm. Um, but dude, it's gonna be one hell of a journey. So yeah, yeah. No, that's a great. That's great. And speaking of RPGs, my God, I know we. I know we touched on this at kind of the back half of the episode, but I just want to, I just want to reestablish my excitement for Starfield. My, my, one of my old friends, uh, I've known for like 20 years, you know, uh, he, he messaged me. He was like, Hey, like you excited for Starfield. And I've never really have re- like replied this way. I said, man, I haven't been this excited for a game in fucking years. Like I'm going balls deep in this bitch. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Dude, like, the, way the way you were leading it up, I was like, dude, are you kidding me? Look how hard I am right now. Click. <laughs> <laughs> I go balls deep. I if after work, I'm gonna be in that bitch. Like I'm gonna be chatting with y'all. Like I am fucking going in. And I feel like oh, I have no math. Yeah. Ready for Starfield. I yeah, it's gonna it's it's gonna create problems, but god damn it. <laughs> I gotta I gotta the problems to have. Man. Yeah, the problems they have, and if, if if it's meant to work, it'll work out. So that, that's how serious I feel about Starfield, bro. And my friend laughed, you know. I was just like, dude, like it's because 
there's been so many times, and I don't blame anybody for this, just because this is kind of the price you pay. Well, if you want to collect, if you want to play with friends, either one play for free on Game Pass, or um, you know, you buy the game. And I've had too many times where I've bought the fucking game, and the game just takes shit. You know what I mean? I'm just like fuck. And it's more so those games that I don't really know, but it's like, oh, well, fun. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll gamble, right? But for Starfield, <laughs> ex- yeah, exactly. That that was that was the, that was the the 60 bucks i was like fuck you anthem um but you know i don't feel that for starfield you know and i and i and and arthur knows and he admitted it and i appreciate that he did i was like from the jump i was like i gotta be gullible about this i have to i have to starfield you know i was like no fuck that fuck todd howard then finally we saw more you know and and uh i'm just i just want us to all have a great time space exploring and god knows what you know what i mean it's in the world so really excited really excited yeah man i think ever since that xbox direct (laughs) where they really showcased that 45 minute it, it sold me on the game it showed me how massive. Like I'm excited for the game. At first, I'm like, yo, I I think Starfield's gonna be good, but I don't want to play it because it's gonna be too time consuming. Then I saw the presentation, like the now gameplay. I really want to play it, but now I realize, like, shit, man, that's gonna be so time consuming. So I mapped out my character progression already, right? I, I'm going to get my character and I'm gonna travel back to Earth. All right, I have high expectations. Do you know what I expect to find on Earth when I go back there? Do you, do you guys want to guess? <laughs> Charlton Heston. Dude, imagine if you go back to Earth and you find out it's the Fallout universe. That's all I'm saying. What happens if you go back to Earth and it's just like it's been destroyed? It's a post-apocalyptic nightmare. I mean, I, I have high, you know, I have that would be hopes. that would be amazing. That would be an amazing Bro. Easter egg, that dude. Would be it would amazing be an Easter egg. It'd be an egg. It'd be insane. So I want to get back though, and then I'm gonna spend my time as a chef. I'm gonna retire from being like a cowboy, a space cowboy that went and traveled back to Earth, and then I'm just gonna go do the whole cooking time, you know, side quest in that game. That's what I want to do. That's all I want to do in the game. <laughs> So, Yo, this man's about to be Space Guy Fieri. Welcome to Flavortown. Damn straight, man. <laughs> you damn Over, straight. Overcooked. Starfield edition. <laughs> right. That's that's all I want. Like, I'm going to map it out. <laughs> that's hilarious. I mean, what do you guys want to do in the game? What do you guys want to do in the game? I'm looking forward Question. to making a character type I've never made before. Mm. Like, I, I, I got back. So I got back in the Skyrim when that 10th anniversary edition came out. And I played... I played a tank. I played a sword and shield melee character for the first time. I know for people that's like, that's part of the course. Like, no, I've had the same argu- arguably. I have this. I've had the same two RPG type characters for all time. It's flip of a coin. Either I'm gonna either I'm a summoner, aka like for example, a minion necromancer. Mm-hmm. Or, for example, I'm a stealthy range person, which is why, for example, in Diablo three, my other character, my other my third character, other than the necromancer. Uh, than a witch doctor was the rogue. I always just roll stealth range. I either roll stealth ranged or a summoner. More often than not for the tra- say I would say for traditional RPGs like Skyrim and like anything Bethesda, I'm going stealth archer. But watching that gameplay and drill, because because you know we played Skyrim, we've played the fall, we've played Fallout. When we saw that gameplay, that was the fastest gameplay I've ever seen Bethesda make. Bethesda is yeah. not known for its fast paced shit. Yeah. And 
to see that, I want to put to the test. I think I'm going to be like, I'm going to be like a running gunning shotgun guy or machine gun guy for the first time in an RPG. Like I play Call of Duty, I roll, you know, assault rifle. When I play Call of Duty, I don't roll sniper rifle. I don't roll shotgun. I roll assault rifle, but I've never blended, I've never blended that into a gunning, a gunning RPG. And seeing that for me as a Bethesda fan, arguably asterisk for some things, um, I'm looking forward to being a fast-paced Bethesda character. Bethesda character. That's something I've never been before, and I know that's super vague. I don't have exact, you know, goal in mind. But these—that's going to be entire like skill trees and abilities I've never played in a art in a, you know, first-person shooter RPG. Right on, man. Right on. Yeah. I think that's dope. I feel like this game, this massive, you you gonna have to map out your class and what you want to do. It it has the potential to be endless. Jarrell, what do you, I mean, you were so excited, right? This, you know, this is your top. What do you want to do in the game, man? I like, wanna, what are you looking, what do you, go ahead. I want to hijack ships. <laughs> You're like, what's up, yeah. bitch? I want to jettison motherfuckers right. in space. <laughs> I want to have establishments. Like, I want to be able to customize, like, I have like a, like a, a, like my, like a dope ship for like space exploration in particular like just like for certain like areas or whatever um yeah man like i just there's a bunch of, there's a laundry list of stuff i want to do but definitely on the top of the list is like hijacking a ship you know just like hey we got the cargo all right and like, nope motherfucking <laughs> zap 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 <laughs> people up you know so i'm really excited for that i'm excited to just uh just really bask in the world i'm excited to hear the music just for, for one you know what i mean just kind of sh- you know, checking out shit, hearing the music. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting too. Uh, I was watching kind of funny and they had made some interesting points as far as like, it's going to be interesting how people actually review the game in a fair manner. Cause it's such a huge fucking game. So it's like, you can't really play the game for a week and get like, get a real accurate determined like depiction of what the game actually is. Cause the game is so huge. Um, and this is coming from, uh, Paris was like, I'll say this. I've talked to someone who's played Starfield and it's really fucking huge. And I don't know how these reviewers are going to do it, you know, but like, I know like this isn't entirely a new situation for us, right? Like we know people like GameSpot and Kotaku, they don't fucking play like a large amount of it. They just, you know, they just do like a bunch of random missions and then just throw a stamp on it, throw a grade on it. But well, you see, this faction represents the authority, and I'm an anti capitalist, <laughs> so I didn't do any of their storyline. You see, he's referring to GameSpot.com, uh, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I guess that's my only concern as far as like I want to make sure that it gets a just due, even if it's like in progress, right? Because I remember. Uh, even kind of funny when they were reviewing Diablo for it was first like for now or whatever or in progress review, even for like some of the Call of Duty stuff, like Call of Duty multiplayer, they were grading that and the grading the campaign, you know. So it's just like as long as it's a sense of fairness and not some bullshit like this twisted metal peacock review. We'll talk about that in a second. But um, <laughs> based on how close the phone got to your face, I I, ble- I believe you're super excited about that. <laughs> fucking stupid the industry is (laughs) anyway um but yeah so that is that's kind of my take man i'm just like yo like i can't fucking wait you know what i mean and it's at the perfect time too the perfect time yeah yeah i keep thinking it comes out end of september but it's september 5th right first week dude bro i don't even jesus 
Like, if you pre order, it's month? supposed to be September 1st, from what I've heard. If you I mean, no, if you pre order, okay, okay. If you pre order a certain edition, here's the here's the caveat though, Jarrell and Church. Because Church, I say this to you because I know you're I know you want to go all in with the, the super edition, but here's the I thing. Did. If, I did. Okay, okay. If you did, you did it. But here's the thing. So Drell, the for digital copies, I'll say this. For digital, there's Game Pass vanilla. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, if those of you Xbox P- PC players that don't have Game Pass, it's gonna be the seventy dollars. Or there is a, I want to say a ninety dollar, a hundred hundred dollar version that comes with all the, the few extra in-game skins and that five five day early access. But for Game Pass users, there's another option. You can get the collector's edition upgrade for thirty bucks. And I've never seen that, and I wish more Game Pass games would do that. Because like Diablo 4, Diablo 4, the only reason I paid 100 bucks is I want to play it early. But Starfield has always been a day one Game Pass game, uh, September 5th. So again, what's happening is, hey, you're a Game Pass user. You don't feel like paying full price for the game because it's always advertised as a Game Pass game. But you still want to play it, pay it early. So rather than paying 100 bucks for the whole game plus the, the extra content and early access, they're allowing just that, 30, that $30 upgrade just for that. So like so 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 for example, Drell, that's what I'm doing. So I'm gonna I'll be able, so I'll still be able to play the game early for only thirty bucks, um, rather than going all in on the hundred dollar edition like I had to do for Diablo. And I, I'm not I'm, cool. not I'm not I'm not I'm not shouting at Diablo. I'm not you know pointing fingers at Diablo because this is the first I've heard of that. This is this is, that's an awesome yeah. choice. Yeah, paying more for early access is not like a new thing in the industry. So you know. It's a it's a common practice. I do like the fact that because you are a Game Pass subscriber, they can sell you the uh, collector's edition more. That that's a little bit new, as opposed to like, hey, you have the standard ten dollars more, get the deluxe. Now he's like, hey, just as a Game Pass person, you can get the deluxe collectors for more money. So that's that's pretty cool, and it's a good way to feed money back into Starfield, especially after they projected like they're going, you know, lose maybe. Not not lose, but they have the potential to earn like ten millions of dollars if they put it on PlayStation. So this would feed back to Bethesda and hopefully go into development to fix the bugs because there's going to be bugs, right? We all know this, right? Like it's a Bethesda fucking game. Um, It's just the severity of the bugs and the frequency is what we're going to judge them on. Um, But I'm excited, man. Um, I I think I have it pre-installed on game pass because i think my xbox account read that i bought the collector's edition so i got like (laughs) something so it knows like i i downloaded like the content already from game pass author do you have that already too i just don't know yeah yeah okay Um, so so that's just like a game pass uh subscriber bonus thing right well i i say that yes is an asterisk because i did click pre-install the game so so two things because i clicked pre-install and I have my settings to always keep my game updated. When I first hit pre-install, it only did the vanilla game, not the not other stuff. Um, not because here's the thing: I haven't done that thirty dollars purchase, but I'm going to next next paycheck. Gotcha. So so that's why so drill like so so drill. If you're like me and you want to go all in, so now and now we can go all in five days early instead of a hundred dollars, thirty bucks. And I, I'll probably I can't do it. that. Right, uh, shout out to you, Church, for actually getting the the that special edition because you you said it was the bitch doing that, right? Yeah, you, you know, we recorded and then shortly after, um, I I got it. I, I got the watch and everything. I sent my uh, my brother the link. He got the watch. Hey. Like, dude, 
It's like we both got caught up in the hype. Um, <laughs> like I, at my uh, fiance, she brought up a good point. It's like, bro, it's cool. The watch is dope, but d- does that even work with iPhones? I was like, fuck. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> oh what a great question. <laughs> I, I don't even fucking know. So I have, I have a watch that may or may not work. And if not, then I'll just try to sell it on like the back end. Or I'll buy it. I'll buy it. I'll buy it from you if it doesn't work. <laughs> okay, good. Because <good>. I, <laughs> yeah. I have no fucking idea. <laughs> um, um, I know, man. Just I, I got caught up in the hype, bro. You know, I, I live in the moment, man. When something just like gets to me, I, I just want to buy it. Like today, Remnant Two. I was I was looking on it. I was looking at it, Drew. I was like, damn. It looks crazy, right? It looks fun. It looks good. I looks good. I was like, I was like, but I like, I need the boys to get the game too, because I feel like I can't play this by myself. So whenever you guys are ready to try Remnant Two, yeah, in the near future, just let me know, because I I've been looking at it. I've been tempted to buy it. So yeah. I'll I'll keep you posted because the cool thing is another Dick Ride Game Pass moment is you can earn those Microsoft rewards and Jarrell, dude. Xbox keeps fucking telling me. Hey, Arthur, you have enough points for a $25 gift card. Arthur, you have enough points for a $25 gift card. They keep fucking telling this to me. So actually, it's funny because now I re-remember that mid-fucking sentence. You'll drill. Let's pay $5. That's it. Mid-sentence, Bye. I realized I'm, a, I'm about to upgrade and Starfield, play Starfield five days early. There you go. <laughs> there you go. You spend the next 30 days grinding to get points, bro. <laughs> I think you I think you can pull off five dollars, man, with the points. I've I've done that. I'll I'll be honest. The first real talk, the first month I moved here, I did grind points and uh, I got like twelve hundred points in one month. Two. That's so crazy, man, because back in the day when I was a little lad. And like for what well, like what well, these are like the three sixty days or whatever, and I was like, man, cool. If these points like meant something. Like you put them towards like stuff, gift cards and stuff. I was like, I'll never do that. And I was like, and once I found out they did, I was like, okay, I'm like, I have to have some type of allegiance to Xbox. <laughs> I was like, that's incredible. <laughs> yeah, man, it, it's it was it's cool. I love it. I wish Sony brought back the reward system they had going on too. They did briefly recently, but it wasn't the same. So. They like their tr- they like their trophies for show. <sighs> Whereas me, I'm like I'm like, oh, you like your trophies, bitch. I'm not get- I'm out here getting chalupas from Taco Bell. Let's go. <laughs> I find Xbox achievements superior to PlayStation trophies just based off the fact that certain Xbox achievements, if you go into it, will have like custom screenshots or uh art pictures Back, right? you can use for your background i exactly. have a, I have a sea of thieves achievement for my background yeah e- exactly and i think that is so cool that you can own an achievement in game get a special image that you could do as your background for your game and playstation doesn't have it to me that makes achievements far superior it, it uh, actually gets something out of it you know I'll, I'll even go more old school than that do you remember when xbox achievements used to give you shit for your xbox avatar yeah, yo, you, yep. yo, you, drill. Remember one of the last, one of the last hard copy special editions I ever bought was Mass Effect Three. You bet my fat ass had that Normandy flying around my Xbox avatar. <laughs> <laughs> my character had that. My character had that Mass Effect Three. My avatar had that Mass Effect Three T-shirt, the Omni Blade, and the little Normandy just buzzing around. That's awesome. Um, not to tangent too much. 
uh church real quick um uh playstation sony uh trophies did they yeah. tell you the percentage of players that also have that trophy in that game yeah they do they okay, do okay yeah. yeah do they have a do they have a diamond equivalent of like no, they don't have a cool oh. sound yeah yeah it's so like again where xbox has the edge uh, you can get an ultra rail trophy but when you get it there's not like a sound where it just oh, seems like, yo, this, this achievement is the different than the others. Cool. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. platinums, bro. Platinums take so fucking much. So you think they would like do an extra sound for that? Dude, just yeah, just the reward, you know, sonically, it'd just be so much better. When I when I get that in Xbox, it's like oh, it's it, it's good. It they know what they're doing at that point. It, I mean, Xbox has an edge in the achievement. Um, not to you know, I'm not going to dick ride Xbox too much, but I do love PlayStation's uh, video recording. And maybe I don't know how to yeah. use Xbox because PlayStation's video and capture feature is so simple. And I can find the screenshots and videos so quickly before I, I know how to find it now on Xbox. Right. But I was searching through settings to find my screenshots and videos. I'm like, yo, wh where is this shit? Like, wh where can I find it? I have to hit the Xbox button, go to the screenshot slide, go Dude, down to see all resorts. Dude, There's it's, not it's, a simple way to do it, man. It's so. Xbox button, right bumper four times, down four times. Like, Wait, oh. I, I customized my menu, so it's, it's not even right four times. It's for me. It's right. PS, it's PS4, it was like, click share, click share again. There you go. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it's like an easy on PlayStation. I, yeah, will, play, I will say with, really the down, nice. yeah. with the downfall of Mixer, I will say I know like not a lot of people outside of the Xbox community used it, but for Xbox community like me that did use it, Mix, Mixer was a great Mixer was a great function because when they utilized Mixer, they did make a lot of sharing stuff seamless. And I will say since the fall of Mixer, the interface has noticeably, like you said, there was the dark days of like the interface lacking. Um, it's been improved a little bit. Um, plus screenshots a little bit easier because now most controllers have that share button on the controller like new one I had to get because my old one broke again. Um, but yeah, I do know that the screen sharing interface and overall just say easeability is a fucking word. The ease of it is a lot more simpler on Sony for sure. Yeah, I mean, there's some things. Um, it, it's the screen share thing that bothers me. And then when I insert like a USB into my Xbox or like a movie. I, I didn't know how to download a uh, media player to use that DVD. I, oh, bro. Like and nothing prompts you to do it. It's not like I put the disc in like, hey, we it's noticed a, that yeah. you don't have it. It's mm -hmm. it's those little things that are just like as um, coming externally, you know, foreign to Xbox the first time I was like, how the fuck does this work? Like, it's so confusing. So. Yeah. The, it, yeah, it's not like play movie. You're right. It's like an it's like technically an app. It's like it's like you're I forget what it's called because it's been so long since I put a desk yeah, in it. But you're but you're right. It, it is like you wouldn't think to you wouldn't think, oh, oh, how do I play this disc movie in my Xbox? You wouldn't think to go to my app section. So Yeah, and and it's confusing because nothing prompts it coming up. Like now that I know it's there, it's it's simple. You know, I don't gotta think twice about it, but like eh. Yeah, that first, first time, yeah, that first yeah. time it's like, what the fuck am I doing? Oh. Yeah. What do you guys think about uh, this whole the, the, um, Discord as far as having uh, that new interface oh, or whatever being yeah. synced up with, uh, you know, you're playing online? What do you guys think about that? that that's going to be great news combining this whole Final Fantasy fourteen thing. That's about to make PC users and Xbox users talk to each other a lot fucking easier. 
Yeah, I'm same. Um, I mean, I mean, I, I, I think it'd be nice, but I'm kind of spoiled because I have this dual Bluetooth feature on my headset. So like, I would just have Discord going on and my game audio going. So now it's integrated into one system. I, I think it'd be nice. So I could just keep track of it. So I think it's it's cool. I feel like it encourages parties and chat systems across uh, cross play. And I think that's only going to improve because I got homies on PlayStation that, you know, they still need more convincing to get an Xbox. Um, but, um, you know, the Discord will help with that. Definitely. Dude, Drill, I totally forgot about that. This has like been a good fucking week of wins for Xbox. Holy shit. Like been a good that, summer. <laughs> dude, so you're right. Cause like thinking about it, like I said, they they got that they got past that big hurdle that is fucking small dick government of the FTC. And Redfall. They, they uh <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, Redfall. Yeah. So yeah. Redfall, so Redfall, so Redfall happened. That was a big blemish. Then they finally got another step forward with this FTC thing. And then final, and then found found, and then that's and here's the thing. There's after the FTC thing, there was one other thing that I thought that was pretty cool that I did. Remember, they made everything Call of Duty on sale. I ended up buying you know Call of Duty Black Ops. Yeah. They brought the servers back online. A lot of people bought consoles, bro. A lot of people bought consoles on the once that happened. I was like, holy fuck! Like, yeah, as they should. They know. They know what time it is. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's time to keep back some kids and hear some racial slurs. <laughs> And then nostalgic gaming. That's what we want. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and now they have the and that's that's the thing too. It's like in terms of this tit for tat thing, it remind like it's not it's not one for one, but it reminds me of like after Xbox bought Activision Bethesda or you know bought Activision Bethesda with quotation marks, um, Sony ended up buying Bungie, and we're like cool, okay, and then. The and so now that the STT the FTC thing is done, I you know this whole fantasy over thing is was was another good win because I totally forgot like you know Square Enix as a whole is really synonymous with PlayStation, and more and more it's been, they've had a lot of integrations with Xbox, and I I and like I said Joe I totally forgot about that that Discord thing like I said the timing of that Final Fantasy fourteen a huge fucking MMO coming to Xbox that's just not only another win for Xbox that's another thing of Xbox really wants to drill home hey PC and Xbox people. Dude, your cousins get along. Not only get along, play together. And like, oh, look at that Sony kid playing in their sandbox. Yeah, it's nice that they got trophies, but look at how easy it is for us to play together over here. So I totally forgot about the Discord thing, Drell. Good shit. Yeah, man. No, I mean it, it's funny because on one side of the fence, it you know this this shit is the the fact that they didn't incorporate that very smart it's like it's it's one of the things where it's like yeah of course it, of course this is going to be within the ecosystem it's pc you know so but how they did it i think they did it very well um but on the other side of the spectrum it's like oh cool it buys a smart time before i have to buy a console <laughs> you know so i can do some cross player there do game pass in there like, oh you're not gonna change the price oh cool i'm down with pc a little longer to so have to buy a, a, a box but if i bought one it, i mean it would be you know and a lot of people think that we're just this is the xbox show but i mean just give me some more value and i'll i'll help over playstation but you know like come on man dude, this is dude drill coming from an xbox guy i'm not even mad dude hang out with your pc you're you be happy you be happy with your pc i'll be happy with my xbox right. and the, the great thing is we can still play together and right. like, you know the time you know the games where that's interrupted that's when we get a little vocal like remember the aliens colonial the aliens colonial not aliens colonial marines 
Alien Spire Team Elite were like, man, oh, what the yeah, that made me upset, bro. That that game, that game probably would have scored better even too. Yeah, I heard it was good. I heard it was good. I was like, damn. I was like, fuck. I want to play with y'all, but yeah, yeah. Um, Church is over here. Like, well, you know what game is cross is cross play? A little game called Remnant Two. <laughs> yeah, we we might we might have to we might have to we, we, I might have to break the bank for that because I was like that I, I miss I miss that from like outer outriders. Um, Before you break your bank, check your Microsoft reward points. You might have like five dollars sitting in there. Oh yeah, true. I have twenty five. Yeah, I think I have twenty bucks somewhere. I, I think it's in the PayPal section. But I got move it over, but. Dude, um, seriously, I'm, I'm not even joking, Joe. I've got like four messages in two months from Xbox saying, "Stop spending money on Diablo, or you know, stop spending money on shit. You have money, please use this." You know what I mean? Like they're like it's almost aggressive how much they're telling me to, to fucking do it I'm like, Okay, I'm sorry. Look, I'll send you. I'll send you a check. <laughs> you know. <laughs> um. So we're at 47 minutes. Uh, one of the things too I wanted to talk about, just to get your guys' thoughts. I don't know if anyone's actually seen it. But it just shows to, to me. It's just it doesn't make me really want to see it. But and then this to me, this just goes to like the same like media nonsense that happens when it comes to just like uh, reviews, right? So I'm so I'm alluding to the Twisted Metal season that's on Peacock. Uh, I guess the season's over, and there's actually a season review on IGN. Matt Fowler reviewed it, and. He gave it a good score. I think he gave it an eight. Gave it an eight. I think another reviewer, it's it's scoring, it's it's in an average of like, I think six, five, seven on Rotten Tomatoes, which isn't terrible. But it's like some of the people that are like some of the comments are just like, oh yeah, it was fun, quirky time, da da da. But it's just like, again, it goes back to true to form as far as like it's without any particular like elite, like really just the allegiance of the originality of the story of the actual Twisted Metal story, just kind of forgetting it. You know what I mean? So it's like, one, it's cool that maybe people had a good time watching it, but then on the other side of the spectrum, it's almost kind of dangerous for, like, certain stories where it's like, no, you guys need to follow the story. Like, like it's one thing to it's one thing to, to add a little things here and there, but it's different to completely, like, just fucking u-turn we're gonna do what we want like the witcher you know stuff that we talked about last week Arthur, or they just want to do what they want and it's like okay well now no one's watching the show um so what do you guys what do you guys think does that make you want to watch twisted metal after I, mean, I, I have a question before before you guys go in i have a question this is the kind of question that requires participation what do you think the audience rating is or on tomatoes for the show mm. i mean about a guess surprise Probably around uh, an eighty-one. I'm gonna draw for audience. What do you think around how many audience is right Sixty. Now? Is it a percentage? Ninety fucking percent. Really? Ninety percent. Wow. Yes. So I haven't watched the show. So is it gonna make me want to watch the show? It depends. I uh, I don't want to buy or sh- Peacock, right? Who I the just fuck does. Yeah, I mean, it's this paywall, right? Yeah. I mean, so they're, like, they're, view, they're like, yo, prices are going to go up. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, like Peacock. Like, you just have Kevin Hart. I, I don't know who else you have over there. Like, Dude, Peacock is like, you want to watch The Office for the 10th time? Give us money. So, right. who, so I'm like, who is liking this show? Like, oh, people that watch The Office for like the 12th 
fucking time. I know. So it's like, <sighs> so it's interesting because, you know, IGN gave it an eight. Paul Tassie from Forbes gave it, he was very surprised that it's very good. So it might be one of those situations that it's not true to the source material. It is twisted metal inspired mm. and it's just good, you know, for what it is. Um, and I, I can see that happening. I mean, I, I'm, I like death race, you know, that type of shit, but like, I don't know if I want to get Peacock. If I do spend the $5, I'll probably watch the new Kevin Hart special in the show with my lady. But like, I don't know. I'm curious. It has my interest. So was that Leonardo DiCaprio meme? You know, you had my curiosity, but now you have my attention. So right. that's that's kind of where I'm at. So <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if anyone want to watch it. Watch this show. Now it's a funny thing. You know, again, uh, a part of me is like, I'm gonna get my dick right Game Pass. But real talk, this is real advice that Church you recognize, dude. Church, before you put money down on Peacock, check the perks section. Church, check the perks section in Game Pass. Because we both know Peacock and Apple TV shows up on that shit all the time. Like, yeah, damn straight. <laughs> Peacock, Peacock and Apple TV jail show up in game show up in Game Pass perks all the fuck time. Nice. So check that before anyone puts money on this fucking office rerun machine. Yeah. Um and part of me is like so oh, I just realized I, I couldn't read because the I couldn't read because the angle. Uh not 90%. My apologies. Uh, because the glare, I didn't see this. The audience rating is ninety-four percent in Rotten Tomatoes. Holy shit! Um, and here, how many categories? Like, even if it's good, like good, I'm still not gonna watch it. Even ignoring the payroll that is Peacock, even if, even if I get the perk, the you know the game perk, you know, thirty day trial for it. Because for me, because that's I, because I want how good it is. I wanted a twist metal show. I don't want to twist. I didn't want a twist metal inspired show. Like church, I don't know if you saw the videos I showed you of the, of the character and introdu introductions for like Twist Metal Black. I know Twist Metal Black was its own thing, but that was my favorite game of the franchise, and that really summed up the darkness. Like we said, Jarrell, it's it's a post-apocalyptic world as the setting, but the story is always this Calypso monkey's paw, and that was a really cool thing to have like a twist ending. Like you're just blowing up cars as a game. Like what's the mechanic? You're blowing up cars, but the store, but having like a really in-depth, good writing of this monkey's paw and that Shyamalan twist ending shit was always like a crazy balance that like I, that twist metal always kept me hooked on, you know what I mean? Cause I wasn't like, Oh, you killed the most cars. You're the champion of the world. No, it was always like this. You were looking forward to the ending of like, oh, what, how, what's he going to wish for? How's it going to get fucked up? And that was like really challenging, like, like to a point, I guess you could say challenging writing because I really haven't seen that since. And knowing that this to me is like, let's, let's take Guardians of the Galaxy, but slap, you know, twist metal, twist metal skins on it. That's like not for me. It's for me. This is like if somebody just, you know, took the Sims and put Sweet Tooth in it. Hey guys, you want to, level up your dance skill and dance to thong song i'm like that's not fucking that's not that's sweet tooth's face but that's not sweet tooth you know what i mean like you know he's a guy you know he's a guy whose inspiration to to exist is he wants to find the daughter he never killed or hey man you're a tall glass of water Ugh. so yeah that because yeah, that scene that they showed during um summer game fest it's to the complete opposite for me i was like cool nope <laughs> you know, thank you for playing fuck that i'm not doing that yes i don't know, I don't know. like i, I even watched oh go ahead go ahead no i said i, I still want to give it a shot 
you know, I don't know if I'll pay for it immediately, but I'm down to watch an episode. Good TV is good TV, bro. You know, at the end of the day, I just I don't know what it is. It's surprising that it is good and it's coming from video game outlets. So, you know, gamers are like the worst critics, you know, (laughs) we're very picky about some stuff. So, like, uh, I don't know. I'll give it a shot. Yeah. Part of me is just like, I wonder how much money Peacock sent all these fucking. Because <laughs> we know, cause we, know we know this shit happens with a lot of shit, a lot of Sony exclusives and stuff. And I know, you know, Sony doesn't want to. I don't know why Sony Peacock even count. that bad. <laughs> hey bro i think they do you know it's weird that sony isn't capitalizing on like some type of a special or something like oh get a three months free peacock watch twisted metal you know like i don't know why they're not capitalizing on that but yeah man i i just i think it's old school like hey let me send this to you guys and we'll just change the score on tomatoes we'll send send you a bag send you a bag send you a bag so more people can watch it up the viewership wouldn't surprise me if that was some bullshit that was going down, but that's just my tinfoil hat shit. So, <laughs> no, I, I believe it, bro. <laughs> I yeah. believe it. That's how I feel about this news about Halo Infinite being good again from like a uh, uh, a Twitch Kotaku. streamer. Yeah, it was Kotaku. There's like this one streamer that's like, yo, he's, I think, I forget his name. It's like Sammy or something like that. I take bribe 69. Yeah, probably. You know, <laughs> he got the check. <laughs> Cash at me. <laughs> um, yeah, so he's just coming out saying the game is good. I don't know why it's getting hate. I mean, the skeptic in me is like, I feel like that Halo Battle Royale that Such an Infinity has been working on is about to get a release date, and they're trying to germ up good PR about the game. You know, uh, that that's how I feel about it. So same thing with Twisted. So we'll find out. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'll just say this for Halo. I'll, real quick for Halo, it's like until I until I get like a hard release date that the campaign's cooperative, I'm not even going to even attempt to re- to reinstall that shit. So it's like, oh yeah, there's a battle royale mode. Cool. Why would I care? I can refloss as Master Chief and fucking Fortnite. Whatever. Um, <laughs> so yeah, with Twisted Metal, it's. This, I, yeah, this is one. This isn't a shocker. I, I'm usually the old man yelling at clouds, but that's how it was for me. Because Twisted Metal was one of the few like Sony franchises that I was. I definitely had my heart in. Like for example, I know like you guys talk about Jack and Daxter. I think I've played like one Jack and Daxter game. I've played a lot more Ratchet and Clank, but Twisted Metal was that was, like Twisted Metal. That was my shit. Twisted Metal. That was the game I was playing. I was replaying the beat of Twisted Metal Two was my shit. Black. I didn't get the. By the time Black came out, I was on. I don't know different type of time or something. But uh, Twisted Metal Two, I played a lot. I put a lot of hours in. There was one. There's like a New York level where like shit's on fire. I'm going through different apartment yeah. buildings on fire. I'm you know fucking trying to that. That was my favorite level. That was my favorite, and the music was dope, and I'm, like, fucking driving from one skyscraper to another trying to kill motherfuckers. I was like, that was a fun level. <laughs> Twisted Metal 3 is what helped launch the franchise for a lot of people because Twisted Metal 3 was the one that had Rob Zombie in it. Remember what? Rob Zombie did uh, Did Dragula, and Twisted Metal is in the official music video. And Rob Zombie's Dragula car and, like, caricature of that video is a character in twisted metal three and back in day that was unheard of like i said nowadays you know nowadays you have fucking travis scott in fortnite 
you have all, you know, you know what I mean? You know, you have all these, you know, Snoop Dogs and Call of Duty. This is kind of a norm. But back in the day, that was not the fucking norm to have a human being like in games. There was a, and there was a, the few exceptions is what still stand out. Like Tony Hawk, remember Tony Hawk had a few of those. And so for me, like to have like play, like to listen to Rob Zombie, to listen to Rob Zombie on my CD that I bought from the local Virgin store down the street well, that was a music store by the way not you know for all you pc people think i'm just buying you know fucking virgins virgin atlantic music store uh, at the local mall uh i'm just saying i'm just saying 2023 like i went to the virgin store no one's gonna, no one no yeah it's like excuse me no yeah no yeah i remember yeah i remember yeah, I'm, just, I'm just saying 1989 you're like where are you going i'm going to virgin i got you 2003 i'm going to the virgin store whoa arthur we you have a problem man <laughs> yeah i mean so um again that's why for me i think that the, the second i heard action comedy i'm like yeah i was turned off um then who who knows you know what i might get you know i might get a little tipsy I might get yeah, i'm like oh hey if, if you know if the stars align right and mainly peacock is on as a perk and eh, maybe i might check it out but yeah definitely definitely if i didn't seeing this i can promise you no no money will be spent on that fucking subscription. We should do a we should do a reaction video for the first episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should sync up. We all sync up, watch it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Live reactions. <laughs> like, oh my god, that's Will Arnett. I love his voice as a murderous right. corner. I'll be like, this is the greatest thing ever. And I'll have to be like, God damn it, <laughs> the law doesn't line up. <laughs> the only thing better the only thing better than this show is the only thing better than this show is Diablo Immortal. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Um uh, geez. Well, ads for that too. <laughs> Download today. Oh uh, man. Well, that's all I really had. Anything else that's come that's that's uh that you guys wanted to discuss? Uh, it's it's there's a weird eye of the hurricane situation. Like you guys said, you guys are all playing different types of games, getting ready, getting ready for this stuff coming out. You got Lies the P. Fucking Armor Core coming out this month, actually. Um, Starfield, obviously, in September. Um, Mortal Kombat. Mario game. Yeah, so this this is interesting because I know Starfield's going to consume. So those games are going to be put on my backbone, right? Like, Lies of P, I, I want to play, but, like, am I going to actually play with Star? You know, Starfield on the coming Mortal Kombat 1, I want to play because of the story. I'm interested. Uh, I've been invested since Mortal Kombat 9. Uh, other than that, it's just like, the only thing I'm excited for is uh, the new Mario game coming out in October for the Switch. Yeah. Um, huge Mario fan, so just going back to classic Mario has got me stoked. Um, that's about it. Other than that, man, um, Sekiro is a really good game. I don't know. Have you guys played Sekiro? I've heard of it. No, it's got a really good opinion. I don't. I don't think so. I think it's on Xbox. It's a from. No, software. I'm thinking the other samurai game. I'm mixing up. Go- I'm mixing up Ghost of Ghost Shishima. of Shishima. That's, yeah, that's yeah, it's yeah. a from software title. Yeah, second amazing game, beautiful looking. I replaying it for the second time, just going through it. It, it is good. The first time I played it, it was like a really challenging game. Uh, as a gamer, it's like it gave me a feeling like no other games have. Just like the racing of the heartbeat, the combat—it's just—it's unique. Um, you have a good opportunity, man. You guys should play it. It's on Game Pass, obviously. I'm sure. No, 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 unfortunately. No, uh, Drell, this is a From Software game. From Software is cool. 
but they don't fuck with Game Pass. <laughs> I respect it. I respect it. And I pay me my money. <laughs> when, right. it, when, it, when it comes to Souls-like games, like literally one for one from software, the last one, the last game I played start to finish was Dark Souls 3. When it comes to Souls-like games, like, no, like, like actual, like, I'm, I want to say Souls-like. When it comes to from software games, so Souls-like is a big word we see all the fucking time now. But when it comes to from software games, that's a game I have to potentially know life because if there's any RPG genre or subgenre out there that if you have that adult life and you step away from the game, Andrew, if you're playing a from software game, you step away that shit for two months, you come back in, holy fuck, that is going to be a hard learning curve to get back into. <laughs> yeah, I, I completely agree for like Elden Ring. I try to pick that up again. I'm like, yo, I got to dedicate like a day just to learn everything again, <laughs> yeah right? do i need right. to give this to which monsters burn up what village <laughs> yeah ex exactly like it's crazy but the cool thing about sekiro it is different from every other from software game um i guess before armor core 6 comes out it is not heavy it's not i wouldn't it's not even an rpg it's like an action game right yeah. you you increase your health um but there's no stamina ball you can attack as much as you want to and what was cool and unique about this game is software, Souls-like games will teach you not to get greedy. Like, you dodge out of the way of the boss, and you do one or two or three attacks, right? But you that's it. Very defensively. Very defensively. Yeah, exactly. Sekiro is like, the only way you're going to win is if you're aggressive and you learn how to parry. Mm -hmm. If you're not aggressive and taking risk, you, you can't play the game. It's similar to, like, Doom rewards you for being aggressive too, like 2016 doom um so that it's really cool i think you can pick it up put it down and not worry about having to come back and worry about stats or anything like that you, you use a samurai sword the entire time uh but it's just it's based on your skill set as a player mm -hmm. like how good are you at pairing and like learning the boss mechanics it, it's very unique man it, it will give you a rush that you haven't felt um one of my favorite games of all time so thanks thanks Right on. Right on. Well, uh, we'll uh, we'll leave it at that uh, for the Game of Play podcast. My apologies on the audio changeups. Uh, Technology is being a bitch today, but uh, we're getting it in <laughs> and uh, making it happen. So, um, yeah. Well, firstly and foremost, appreciate everybody being here, and um, I am looking forward to these next couple weeks because, goddamn, it's gonna be insane. The games this year so appreciate you guys church and uh arthur being on the show man right all right folks that's yeah gonna... anytime man love to be here of yeah. course man of course all right folks that's gonna wrap it up here again for the podcast we'll catch you guys uh, next week peace